some cherry wine. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, we bring it every time. Yeah, pour a little cherry wine. Yeah, hey yo, salam. Yeah, I think they know the time. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, you pour a little cherry wine. Yeah, life is good. Life is good. Hey y'all, it's your girl Cherry Wine and I'm back with another hot one for my peeps. You know how we do. Um, I wasn't going to do a Father's Day episode because I'm not a fan of my own father. But since I did a Mother's Day episode, I felt it was only right to put my feelings aside and share my story about my relationship with my father. Um, I would call myself a daddy's girl with daddy issues. Um, so with that being said, let's get started on my story. Um, it all started when I was five. My mom and my dad had um, split up and he moved out. And for me, that's when everything changed. Um, the first five years of my life, he was present and there's tons of photos to prove that. Like, even though, you know, sometimes we don't remember our early stages of life, but there's tons of photos that show that he was very hands-on with me up until the point of their separation. Um, But once they separated, I could count on one hand how many times I've seen my dad. Um, He was in and out of prison, mostly in, but when he did come out he made a bunch of empty promises that always led me to waiting for him by the door or the window and he never showed up now yes I had some father figures in my life my grandfather and my uncles but um you know it's not the same when you want your own father around or whatever so every time he stood me up my uncle would come and take me wherever my father was supposed to take me And whenever he promised to pick me up and that he was going to take me to buy me something, um, my uncle would then come and take me and buy everything my dad was supposed to buy for me. It was, and for kids, it's not about you taking me places and buying me things. It's about you physically being there. Now, my grandfather was there for me every single day. Whether he took me to school or picked me up, he was there. But my dad, he just never was there. Now, let's stay on the timeline. Um, At the age of eight, my dad was released from one of his beds, and he came and took me to IHOP. Now, this is a day that I will never forget. He picked me up from the bus stop, and we spent the entire evening together. And that night when he took me home, I never saw him again until I was 13, graduating from the eighth grade. Now, 13 and eight is a huge gap, about five years. And, you know, as a child, as a female, a lot changes from age eight to 13. And it was really a huge gap. And no matter what, No matter the time he missed, no matter what, I still loved my daddy because, like I said, I am a daddy's girl at heart. Now, from 
on my mother's behalf. She never talked down on my dad or anything in front of me. If she said anything negative about my father, I've never heard her say it out her mouth or, you know, nobody ever said, well, your mom said it was none of that. So, you know, I really didn't see the wrong in what he was doing until I got older. And for her, she always just allowed me to see things for myself. Now, at 14, her and I had a disagreement, which is another story for another day. But I'm willing to share that as well. But um, she and I wasn't on the same page. So I went to stay with my dad for the summer, right? And the summer turned into me staying when school started. So I started my freshman year of high school from my dad's house. And... um that was a time for us to bond, catch up for lost time. We really got to know each other for, you know, at the stage of life we was in right then and there. Um, everything was going fine. Um, I was getting allowance. I was doing good. You know, he would take me shopping, you know, teenage girl shit and everything like that. But um, one day I came home from school and my aunt was sitting there. Now, my aunt visiting is a, a good thing or a bad thing. She's going to either come curse you out or she's going to come and take you somewhere. But um, this visit, she was there and she told me that my dad was arrested at work for um, parole violation and I needed to go with her. Now, instead of going back to my mom, I packed my bags and I went to my aunt's and once again, I was fatherless. But the difference between this time is he was only gone for a couple of months and when he came out this time, he didn't come for me. He didn't come to my aunt house and check on me. He didn't come back and get me. He just left me where I was. Now, for those of you who know me, you may have heard me say a couple of times, or for those of you that really, really know me, it's no secret. My dad suffers from a drug addiction, but not the type that run the streets. He wasn't the type that ran the streets. He was functional he was he works he kept himself up to par and everything but the addiction is something that he could not kick now there's no doubt in my mind that 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 my dad loves me I know for a fact that my dad loves me I mean I'm his baby girl and I'm sure he loves us all but sometimes your actions and your addiction is so powerful that it overrides everything and that's how I feel I feel like his his actions and his addiction overrides all when it comes to being a father. I can't speak for my other siblings. I can only speak for myself. And um, the communication with us is fine, perfectly fine when he's incarcerated. But when he's home, it's like he's not there. Like, I don't know if you guys saw Austin Powers and... Um, is it the, the gold member? I don't, I don't know which one it was. But um, when Austin was singing, Daddy, Daddy wasn't there. That's how I feel about about my father or whatever when he's on the street. But as long as he's inside, he calls, he sends cars, he sends letters, he do everything. But when he's on the street, I just, I feel like he, he fights his demons on the street or whatever. But... Let's fast forward a few years. Now, it's time for me to get married. It's 2010. Um, my father's not in jail. 
and things was looking very good. We spoke every day. He made sure he called me every day. Um, I took him to get fitted for his suit. And the same day, he offered to buy my wedding shoes. We actually spent the day together. It was really, really cool. And um, I thought, you know, we was going somewhere. I thought, you know. But they always say that some one thing, be prepared for one thing to go wrong on your wedding day. And for me, you about to hear what happened. Um, like I said, I took him to get fitted for his suit. He got my shoes. The week of my wedding, my son had a freak accident, which led him to stay in, in the hospital for the entire week. Now, my wedding was scheduled for Sunday. My son was admitted in the hospital on Monday. And I wasn't going to nobody's church. I wasn't going nowhere with my baby laying up in the hospital. I did not leave my son's side until he was discharged. So imagine me rushing to get everything done. On my wedding day, I did my own hair. <laughs> I ran after he was discharged. I got my nails and my feet done and my eyebrows and my lashes and everything. But anything that I could do myself, I did myself. <laughs> but um, anyway, so like I said, my wedding was scheduled for Sunday. My son was admitted on Monday. So the, we're in the hospital the whole entire week. Now, and still, my father called every day while we was in the hospital and everything like that. Um, the guys were scheduled to pick up their suits on Saturday, which was the day before my wedding. So, um, God was on our side because my baby was discharged on Saturday, the day before my wedding. So, you know, imagine me just having to rush and do everything or whatever. So I called my father and I told him that my husband was going to come and take him to get their suits before he picked us up from the hospital. He said he was ready. He was going to be downstairs, yada, yada, yada. Boom. My husband pulls up. Father's nowhere to be found. So he's calling him. I'm calling him. Back to back, back to back. Finally, we pressed for time. Nobody got time to be playing with no grown-ass people. You knew what you were supposed to have been doing. You said you was going to be downstairs. He pulled up. You wasn't there. So at this point, like I said, we pressed for time. And since we had a, we scheduled a last-minute wedding rehearsal, because like I told you, I wasn't doing none of that shit with my husband, with my baby sitting up in the hospital that was out. But um, we still ended up doing a last-minute wedding rehearsal, and I kept calling him. I kept calling him. No answer. I stayed up all night getting my um, seating chart together because, mind you, the whole week that I'm in the hospital, I'm set back for everything. Like, my favors wasn't done. My seating chart wasn't done. Like, nothing was done. So, I'm up all night doing that. All the while, I'm calling my father. Nothing. Still nothing. So, I'm like, okay, well... Maybe he picked his own suit up and he'll just be at the church tomorrow. Okay. The morning came. I put everything in the back of my mind. I'm like, you know what? If he comes, he comes. If not, I'm just going to walk down the aisle by myself. Period. So um, we get to the church. He's nowhere to be found. Everybody's looking for him. My uncle's is coming out asking, you know, because it's time. Like, it's really time to walk down the aisle. So my uncles came out and they asked if I wanted them to walk me down the aisle. I declined and everything because not for nothing, I appreciate them and everything that they was, you know, trying to make my day perfect for me. But that wasn't their job. They did enough of his job throughout the years that 
this is the day that you're supposed to be here. Are you deserving of walking me down the aisle? Absolutely not. But every girl wants their father to walk them down the aisle. You know what I mean? And for me to be at this point, I think this was the biggest letdown of my entire life. If he didn't do anything ever for me in my life, I expected for him to be there on this day. So I told my uncles no. And um, once again, I'm standing there at a door looking for my dad, grown as hell and heartbroken. Like I said, this is one of the happy days of my life. And this is what you did to me. Like, so um, the whole wedding party walked in. And I started crying, you know, you know, you get real emotional, but I wasn't crying because I was happy. I was crying because once again, my father, my own father <laughs> let me down. Like, when is it going to stop? Like, even in my adult years, like, I don't think it's ever going to, going to, going to stop. So right, right before the song played for me to walk down, before the doors opened, my mom came out. And she walked me down the aisle. Now, I never seen nobody's mom walk them down the aisle, but it's a first for everything. And my mom walked me down the aisle. And um, I got married. I mean, nothing or nobody was going to stand in my way for getting married, whether he showed up or not. I, I was really prepared to walk down by myself. But my mom stepped in, as always, and... She walked me down the aisle. Now, the very next day, we had to take my son for his appointment. Who do we see? We're at the light. Just picture yourself at the light. You know, got married yesterday. Father wasn't there. And you're at, you're at a red light and you see your father walk by. Right? Nothing's wrong with him. There was no emergency. He's out here chilling, walking down the street. As if, you know, it was nothing. So my husband says, you know, do you, the light changes. And my husband asked me um, if he should stop. I said, no, keep going. So as we get closer to him, I said, you know what? Just roll the window down. So he rolled the window down and beat the horn. My dad looked in our direction and I yelled out the window, thanks for walking me down the aisle. And we kept going. And at that point, I really hoped that he felt like shit because that's how he made me feel my entire life. Like shit, like I wasn't worth having both my parents. Like I wasn't worth him being my dad. That's how I felt. So I wanted him to feel how I felt or whatever. Um, but since then, he has apologized. I had, do I forgive him for that absolutely not I don't think I will ever forgive him for that um so today he is where he always is incarcerated he communicates now more than he did when he was on the street which always happens that's always the case but um the sad part about it is that my youngest two children don't know him I mean my daughter she's 16 and she's seen him before but she doesn't remember and my son is 11 and he couldn't tell you what my father looked like and he always says, like, um, Mommy, when is your dad coming home? Because I want to meet him. And it's just, that's crazy. To me, it just sounds fucking crazy because I grew up with all my grandparents. Um, whether my grandmother was with my grandfather or not, I know all of my grandparents. And 
it's just not that way for for my kids now my dad has a few grandkids but mine they don't know what to call him um they always ask like well what is he pop pop or grandpa and like me i always say like you know i i told y'all before i keep it 100 with my kids and i always tell them call them what you want to call them you ain't gotta call them pop pop you ain't gotta call them grandpa you ain't gotta call them none of that shit but um it's just crazy ain't it <laughs> but um i thank god for my husband and for the type of father that he is he's everything to my kids that i didn't have and for that i will forever be grateful for him um i never wanted my kids to or any other kids in general to feel what i felt as a kid and what i feel now as an adult um so my message for the fellas today is to be a dad be a father because kids don't ask to be here okay and sometimes parents don't know that their actions um can affect the child in their adulthood now what fathers don't know is how much their words and actions can affect their daughters fathers are supposed to protect and love them show them how men is supposed to treat them there's a saying that fathers are their their daughter's first love and the sad part about it is that most girls don't get a chance to experience that with me being one of them so fellas so fellas please if you have a daughter be everything for her and more don't let don't let her down because the truth of the matter is females tend to attract or be attracted to men like their fathers so be the person that you want your child to end up with show them the way so that they don't go out into this world blindsided and ask yourself do you want your child to end up with somebody like you seriously do you really look at today for who you are do you want your child to end up with someone like you so you know be that male figure that your son and daughter needs okay and before i go i would like to shout out my father figures my pop pop my uncle malik and my father-in-law i thank you all for being there for me whenever wherever you are whenever i was whatever i needed you all was there for me and may you all continue to rest in peace i also want to shout out my uncle la for always being there and treating me as one of his own him and my aunt have a whole clan but he fitted me in and i will forever be thankful for you and as you all know i released my episodes on wednesday so by the time this episode is released it will be after father's day but i do want to wish you all a happy father's day and i really hope you all enjoyed your day and with that being said it's your girl cherry wine and i am out Peace. It's question time, y'all. Ask time. So this week's Ask Wine Time question comes from Jay from Mind Triggers. 
and his question was name one word for your experience recording with mind triggers um i'm sorry jay but i have more than one word (laughs) um fun entertaining epic um i could go on we just had a good old time and um the hospitality was so warm and you guys was you guys is everything that you listen to plus more and i cannot wait to record with you guys again everybody go check out mind triggers podcast on apple um instagram everywhere anywhere that they are go click their link in their bio and it'll take you everywhere they at okay